You're listening to episode 130 of the Writing Life podcast from the National Centre for Writing, a weekly podcast for anyone who writes. I'm Simon Jones. And I'm Steph McKenna. And it is the 19th of January 2021 here in Norwich as we're recording this. How are you doing today, Steph? Not too bad. The heavens, I'm looking outside, the heavens have opened suddenly and it's feeling very, very January-like. It really is. Lockdown in the summer was far more tolerable than it oh, is right now. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I didn't I didn't get as bored in lockdown in the summer. I could go outside and enjoy myself, but it's it's definitely a bit harder in January. But how are you? Not too bad. I'm fine. You know that kind of burst of creativity and productivity that you get in the at the very start of a new year? Yeah. I'm finding that's kicking in slightly later than usual, and I think it's because because of lockdown and uh, getting back into the swing of things has been quite challenging. Oh, so you're feeling slightly more like you're getting a burst of creativity. Started to get the words down. I think been hanging out on the uh, NCW Discord Brilliant. channel, which has been great. People sharing their work and talking about what they're up to this year. Lots of new arrivals, which is always good to see. It's lovely to have that support bubble, isn't it? Have a a community of people that you can kind of swap anecdotes with and uh, find out that, you know, the way they're feeling is probably very similar to the way you're feeling too. Yeah, exactly. I think even if you just, you know, pop in once a week or every few days, it's just good to kind of be reminded that there's other writers out there (laughs) doing the same kind of stuff Mm. and having the same struggles, as you say. So uh, on the show today, we have Nicola Upson returning for a third episode. I believe that is a hat trick for Nicola Upson. I know, this is a record. First hat trick of the podcast. Very exciting. And uh, there's a good reason for it, because every time Nicola comes on, we just get a a ton of really useful advice and interesting insight. And yeah, this time we are following on from my chat with Owen Nichols last week, where we learned about his time on the Escalator Talent Development Scheme. And we're talking to Nicola because actually going back about 15 years, I think, Nicola was one of the early recipients of the escalator scheme and it helped get her into writing fiction having been a previously a non-fiction writer Mm. and Nicola talks about you know the difference that it made to her career path and how it helped kind of crack open the industry for her. I've really enjoyed as well the fact that um so obviously we hadn't we had Owen's conversation and I recorded another chat with someone else uh, yesterday, which will be out on the podcast soon about Escalator. And it's so interesting to see that everyone is coming from very different backgrounds. You know, for some people, this is their first their first novel and they have no previous sort of uh, writing experience or sort of publication experience. Others are slightly more established or are coming from a different genre. Um, it's just yeah it's it's fascinating and it's really it's really nice to see that people can come to a scheme like escalator at very different points in their writing journey and still get a lot a lot out of it yeah absolutely and obviously the reason we're doing these podcast episodes all about escalator and writers who have been through the scheme is because we're currently fundraising for the 2021 program and at the moment we have funding for six places normally we have 10 but due to various factors that have made arts funding more and more challenging over the last couple of years. We haven't got that full 10 compliment, so we are fundraising and asking for donations to help us get back up to that because, as Nicola says, art and writing and obviously reading on the other end once these books are out is so important and especially important at times like this with COVID-19 disrupting everything because fiction gives us ways to kind of look at the world in different ways and whether that's through escapism or kind of looking at the real world in a 
slightly different way it's essential stuff and we want to be able to support it in every way we possibly can absolutely and one thing i like about the escalator campaign the fundraising campaign is that there are so many different ways to to get involved and help spread the word so you can give one-off donations on the website if you visit the support us page um you can buy a print from us a julian of norwich all shall be well screen print which are hand printed by a company called print to the people in norwich and they're only a tenner each they make a really really lovely gift and all of that money goes towards the escalator fundraising scheme or you can just help us spread the word by posting on social media sharing the link with your friends and letting them know about escalator and giving us some help and if this is the first time you have heard of Escalator, then Nicola gives a great introduction to what the scheme is and why it was important to her and how it can be game-changing for any writer that gets accepted onto it. Yeah, let's hand over to Nicola having a chat with me earlier today. Hello, Nicola. Good to have you back on the podcast. Hello, Simon. Nice to be with you. Yes. So last week I spoke to Owen Nichols, who went through Escalator, I think in 2017, and his first book came out in 2019. But your perspective on it is quite different in that you took part in Escalator, what, over 10 years ago, I think now? Yes, I think more like 15, actually. Yes. Wow. And obviously, since then, you've had an extremely prolific and successful decade of writing with your Josephine Tay books. And I think having that distance from Escalator is going to be really interesting because rather than it being something that has, you know, just given you a kind of boost, you can actually really look back and see how it may have contributed to what you've been doing over over the years. But if we could rewind a bit back to when you were applying for Escalator, I think at that time you'd only been writing nonfiction, is that right? That's right. It, and it felt like uh, I was at a real crossroads with the writing. Uh, I'd written a lot of arts journalism. I'd done uh, a couple of books that were also on the arts side, arts criticism, nonfiction. Uh, and the book I wanted to write actually started out as a biography idea for a life of Josephine Tay. But for various reasons, uh, that wasn't possible. There just wasn't enough information in the public domain at that time. And so uh, the switch to exploring her life um, through a series of crime novels, right at the very beginning, I'd always hoped it would be a series rather than one individual book, felt like quite a dangerous thing to do on two levels, really. I suppose uh, real people in fiction at that time weren't necessarily as, as common as they are now. But more fundamentally, I had no idea whether I could write fiction. Um, it's <laughs> not something that I tried to explore since my school days, really. Um, I worried about dialogue. I worried about plot and structure. I mean, at, at that time, it felt like to write a crime novel was at least some sort of uh, a skeleton there. There was a structure. I mean, I, I, I since look back and think that was silly because actually writing a crime novel, you can do absolutely anything in it and, and, and formula and structure uh, are fluid. But at that time, that felt quite safe. But it was, it was a scary time, I think, because there's no way you can test yourself, but there's only so far that self-criticism and that critical detachment that is so important um, to fiction. But that's hard to find at the beginning when you're new to it. So a scheme like Escalator, uh, which felt like an endorsement and a validation and a confidence boost, uh, was so important to me. Yeah, there's that awkward sort of paradox right at the start of any writer's career, I suppose, when you have you know the friends and family 
<laughs> responses and you can send work out to, to the people like that, but that's not necessarily always the most useful, but how you go about then kind of getting it further so you can get that, you know, that detached feedback that you're talking about is is a real challenge, I think. Absolutely. Uh, friends and family are so important in, in that supporting your endeavours and and making decisions within the, the normal day-to-day running of your life that can help you sit down and, and, and carve out the time to do that. And um, they are. I'm. I'm very lucky. I mean, I, I have a partner who, who manages to be critical without any of the soft soaping. Uh, so, <laughs> so that was great. But you're absolutely right. Even outside that, you need that objective endorsement. You need somebody to say, yes, it's worthwhile that you pursue this, and uh, these are the ways that you might be able to go about it. And so it was that opening of a door of possibility that Escalator was so important for. And was fiction something that you'd always wanted to write or was this something that came up as part of your research into the subject? I think it was it, it's subconsciously something I'd always wanted to write, but I don't suppose I'd ever really let myself think it would be something that I could write because it felt like something so special, even from when I was a, a tiny child, books felt so special and something that was so precious, really, I think. So I, I don't think when something's that important to you, you necessarily take it for granted or even let yourself believe that it's something that you might be able to do. Um, so, but yes, in my heart, it, it was looking back, I, I can't see a time when that wouldn't absolutely have been at the top of my list of things that, that if, if I thought my life could take me down a particular path, that would absolutely have been it. Yes. And when you applied to Escalator, where were you sort of at with the project? Had you begun writing it already or was it earlier than that? I'd done uh, a lot of research, as you can imagine, the books, because they're historically based and they're set in the 1930s. And because it was originally uh, a nonfiction book, um, there were an awful lot of facts, an awful lot of research at my fingertips. And I had begun, I had the idea for the first book, An Expert in Murder, um, and I had some of the characters and I'd, I'd written, I should think the, op- the opening chapters, the opening two or three chapters. So the book was, was finding some sort of shape, uh, but the end game, the finished manuscript still felt like a terribly long way off. <laughs> yes. And being accepted onto the escalator scheme, uh, 15 years ago, uh, what did, what did that do to, in terms of your confidence as a writer, you know, fiction being new to you? as as a as a uh, a goal how did that affect your kind of everyday writing i think in several ways really um the most practical is that it gives you a confidence that this might become a profession not necessarily how you're going to spend all your time um but but something that uh, you do on a serious working day-to-day basis something that other people depend on you for. So it gives you the the seriousness. It makes you treat your work slightly differently. You start to respect it more. You um, realise that that this is something, as I say, that that it's not a solitary thing anymore because writing is is insular and solitary in many ways. Uh, But when you take it to that next level, you start to see that it carries a certain responsibility with it. So you commit to it a bit more. And I think that's very important, whether it's just the time that you give it or 
the way that you view it or how you view yourself doing it. That That's a sort of responsibility and a commitment that goes up a level. Um, again, there's the confidence thing that we talked about, the simple fact that somebody believes that this is worth not just your time, but their time too, um, that at the end, there's going to be an audience for it, a readership, which is very important for me. I, I don't think I, I'd really admire people who who write for the, the sheer joy and the sake of it, but I've, I've never been one of those people. I've always wanted there to be that connection, that shared experience with readers, uh, because quite frankly, it's, it's, it's such hard work at times that you do really, really want to know that somebody else is going to get something out of it. So I think Escalator helped in that respect. But it also helped creatively. I think it justified and vindicated my decision to move from non-fiction to fiction. And therefore, it gave me this belief that taking risks was something to be nurtured and something that was possible. So I hope that um, looking back over my career, I think I think decisions like... I mean, I'd established a series of crime books and then I wanted to write a novel that wasn't a crime book. Uh, and I and I did that and I took the risk and, and it paid off okay. Um, or to do different things within a series of crime novels and never to set on the same sort of formula. Um, so it, it's stretching yourself creatively in, in that way. And I don't think I can overestimate how important Escalator was in that willingness to take risks. No, it's interesting how it helped with that that kind of shift towards seeing your writing as a profession and as something to take more seriously, because I think that's something that, you know, every writer at some point has to kind of grapple with how they consider their their writing and the time that you put into it. And that kind of mental shift from it perhaps being a hobby towards you wanting it to be something more than that. Yeah, I, I think that's that's vital. And it's interesting that you, you said at the beginning that it's possible, because it was 15 years ago, possible to take that longer look back and Escalator was quite some time away. And yes, of course, you're right in that. But it also feels very close to, I still think about Escalator and I still credit that time when I'm making those big decisions about where I'm going to go with my work today. Yes, and, and that year doing Escalator must have been a kind of, I don't want to say sheltered, but almost like a sort of safe space <laughs> with which you could explore this new thing you were doing. Yeah, safe space to be dangerous. I think that that's that's exactly <laughs> right. But also, um, there is there is that nurturing, uh, but there's a great sense of freedom because it allows you to concentrate on the work itself. I, I we'll probably go on to talk about this, but there's a lot that Escalator does with bringing you into contact with different parts of the industry that I think is always a worry. You're, you're always thinking to yourself, okay, so even when I get to the end of this book and, it, and it's complete, what happens next? And in a way, because Escalator helps you make those contacts, it takes all those worries away. So it gives you the freedom absolutely and exclusively to concentrate on making the work the best you can make it. Yeah, because that's the thing. There's, a, there's the two sides of writing a book, isn't there? There's the there's the, the creative writing of the thing. And then in the back of your mind, you kind of, you're aware that at the end of that process, there's going to be all this industry stuff where you're trying to find agents and contacts and publishers and editors. And, and that sits kind of so differently to the 
creative side where you're sat at your desk on your own just typing out words yes absolutely and because your work is promoted to agents and to the industry in, in general um there's there's a it's it's like a because that feels very frightening obviously and you you know that at that stage you're going to set yourself up for a few knocks no matter how pleased with you with the work that you are you know that there is going to be a lot of people who don't like what you do and you put yourself up for rejection. It's, it's in the very nature of sending out your first manuscript. So I think to have the backing of the escalator scheme and the confidence of that, um, not only practically, but creatively and psychologically, to know that those people are on your side, it, it feels like a lot uh, it feels like a collective effort, which is which is fantastic. It takes the loneliness and the isolation out of that particular stage of the process. Yeah, what was the process like of of meeting agents? Um, was that part of the showcase towards the end of Escalator? And what was the time period between you know, initially meeting some agents and then ultimately signing with one? Well, while the scheme was still going on, um, the work was sent out to, to different agents by Escalator, um, the, the synopsis, opening chapters and a sample of your writing. And I had um, a number of agents get in touch, and um, including the one I eventually signed with. So meeting her was a fantastic experience. And that all happened for me before Escalator finished, so that by the time we got to the showcase, my agent was there, that had been signed, and, and we were pretty much on to the next stage. So again, that was, that was a hugely encouraging thing and um, a, a real confidence boost. And again, a, a something that just made what seemed impossible and insurmountable uh, suddenly much easier. Yeah, and I've had writers on the show before who have talked about you know, finding the right agent is you know like finding a, a partner in any context you know you want it to not only be someone who has the expertise but you have to have that kind of personality match because it's someone that potentially you're going to be working with for years i think that's important and i think it's also important that you have somebody who understands what your hopes and intentions and dreams are for the work that you're creating uh, and it's just as important, if not more important, that they are able to ultimately find you an editor and a publisher who has that sort of um, sympathy with with what the book could be and uh, where you want to take it. Yeah, so you came out the other end of Escalator with an agent and presumably a real feeling of momentum towards where you were trying to get to? Definitely. And, and I think that the the book was um, probably about halfway done by then. So that, that it was, as you say, momentum is exactly the right sort of word to, to finish that process, get the manuscript into shape. And then the next stage begins with the submissions to the publishers. You know, everyone goes through the process of rejection until hopefully finally getting accepted. And what was, what was that process like? And do you think escalator kind of did it help you to get through 
that process, which, you know, can be painful as well as exciting. Yes, it did. I think, and, and I think this is even more true now, because obviously Escalator is much more established than it was when I took part in it. It has such an excellent reputation um, through the industry that work that is submitted under the Escalator banner or people who have been part of that scheme, uh, there is a presumed level of quality, I think, quality and ambition and um, adventure that I think people recognise. So in a way, that's that's a wonderful position to be in. But yes, definitely. Um, again, it was the the fact that the work, by the time it gets to the publishers, and there were rejections, and uh, all of them seemed to hate something different about the book. So it wasn't, <laughs> that I, wasn't that I could just change one small thing and suddenly it would be all right. Um, but there were then there were some offers too, and the rejections come in first, so you get depressed before it gets better. Uh, but then some offers started to come in and people started to be interested, not just in the book, but in taking it on as a series. But yes, certainly the the friends and um, the family, I suppose, of Escalator by that stage uh, was was great as a, as a sort of buffered. Um, through that process and I think I think by that stage anyway because of what Escalator has done for you you have a certain amount of arrogance and a certain amount of self-belief so that although it hurts and although you never want anybody to to dislike your work and reject it you have a belief in it I think because of what Escalator has done that sustains you through that process. Since then you've been very prolific you've published many many books over the last decade plus and I was wondering how the way things have turned out how that compares to what you maybe imagined in your head back at the start when you were writing that first manuscript and applied to Escalator and you've mentioned how from the beginning you intended for it to be a series but where you are now is that kind of where you hoped to be or is it different how's it kind of how's it played out? I think in some respects it's been just as fabulous as I as as I would hoped it would be in the respect that every book still feels different, every book still feels exciting, and um, like you're starting this adventure for the first time. And I think that's important because readers have to feel that you know they they mustn't feel that that you're stuck in a rut. So that's brilliant. And and I'm also pleased that because Josephine Tay's life was so. Um, interesting because she was a woman ahead of her time everything I envisaged for the series having potential with there being lots of new ideas involving different aspects of her life and work to explore all that's paid off and I, and I think that that's that's been really really satisfying but what I probably I don't think you can ever uh you certainly can't ever predict it or take it for granted but I don't think you can also really appreciate how fabulous it is until you've experienced it is how how connected and invested readers now feel in this series and in these characters and you hope that the books are going to have nice reviews and they have touch wood on the whole um but you never really expect how important, which is silly because you know from your own reading experience how important books are to you and how much they've meant to you and how certain books have got you through different parts of your life. But when people come up to you at events and library gigs or festivals and say that your books have got them through some lonely, dark times, I think a lot of um, writers 
are appreciating how much um, love they're getting in lockdown for, for books. I think people are turning to books as a way that can bring us safely together when we've never felt quite so isolated. So that's fabulous. But uh, I've had people tell me, I've had a young girl tell me that my books are a role model for her sexuality and coming out and gave her the confidence to do that. I've had someone tell me that my books got her through her cancer treatment. And you can never predict that. And that is almost beyond words special, really. There's a there's something so warm about that, so satisfying that I think it makes all that time when you're sitting at your desk thinking, what are these characters going to do now? Where is this book going? Because there are, like, you know, it's not all, it's not all light along the way. There are real moments when you're in a rut with a book, or it just won't work out the way you hope it will. Um, uh, that um, you, you can. There are, there are dark times, but that makes that kind of connection with readers. I don't think I ever anticipated how important and how fabulous that was going to be how, how collective a process it is yeah and in terms of connections as well you're not just connecting with readers you've also done a lot of work with other writers now in that you you teach with us on the creative writing online course and it feels like uh giving new writers the kind of insight that you know your mentor would have given you back on escalator but kind of passing on the knowledge that you've gained over the years to to the next generation of writers seems like an important thing to you? It's a very important thing and it's just as satisfying as writing the books. It, it really is because that support and encouragement as we've been talking about was so important for me um, uh, right at the beginning and you know and, and it still is. You know you, you're always learning from other writers and the books you read and sometimes directly with the people that you meet at events and become friends and that, that sort of collegiate attitude but sometimes the inspiration you get from, from just reading a beautifully written book. But it's very important to me to give other people I think the, the the chances and the support and the encouragement that I had because it is fantastic to start off with at the say the course I do with you at the beginning of the 12 weeks to see those first snippets of writing come in and to meet those writers for the first time when you have absolutely no idea what work you're going to be sent and then to see how they develop and, and hopefully to, to help them along the way and and at the end of those 12 weeks to have come out with something that, that really satisfies them and for some people that's enough they've completed the course they've achieved what they wanted to do but also to know that some people are going to go on and and take this on as a as a career and a, a choice for themselves yes that is important yeah I'm just so happy that we're able to provide that kind of thing to writers still even you know in the middle of COVID-19 and multiple lockdowns and as you were saying everyone being isolated and you know writing is a, a kind of potentially lonely isolating thing at the best of times but at the moment you know you you maybe write at your desk and then you you, you get up and you move to a different room and <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the extent of our experience at the moment. I think so so I think I think there are there are there's that yes I, I think there are a couple of other things as well I think the the modules and and the fortnightly patterns and and the fact that somebody is expecting some work from you uh, offers a structure to the day because it's very easy for days to become so fluid and to roll into each other at the moment 
Um, so I, I think that's very important. And also to have the online forum to get over that isolation that you just talked about and discuss things with their peers um, as, as well as with me is something that I think is, is people are finding very, very valuable. Have you found your kind of day-to-day writing experience uh, over the last year with everything being so topsy-turvy? Really hard, actually. You would think, wouldn't you, that um, because I'm lucky in the respect, all writers are lucky in that we can still do what we do fundamentally. I mean, getting out and doing research is harder. Obviously, I miss all the events and the festivals and that kind of feedback and and contact with readers uh, face to face. Uh, I'm missing that. But fundamentally, you can still knuckle down and do what you do. Although I, I have found that quite hard, I think, with the various situations, um, the worry for uh, family members and people who are close to you, that sense of isolation and fragmentation. Um, although the day-to-day lockdown, uh, we've, we've actually got through very well. It hasn't affected us. It's, we, we've, we've both been able to, to get on with our work and, and stay pretty much sane through that. Um, you, there is something that nags at you I think about the worry of the outside world and and the fears for the people that you love so I have found that intense focus and concentration quite hard to achieve. No I think that's something that a lot of people have uh, will relate to in terms of the last year so just lastly uh, obviously we're fundraising for Escalator at the moment and trying to get up to as many places as we can to support as many writers as we can and something I just wanted to ask you is you know why does writing in the arts and supporting artists in this manner why does why does it matter and particularly at the moment you know we've been talking about covid and you know what why is writing so important at these times i think stories are important stories enrich our lives and they give us a, a sense of who we are and who we can be and they need to be nurtured, really. Uh, they're how we articulate our hopes for a future and how we make sense of our past as well. And the imagination is kind of being a little bit shrunk at the moment with theatres dark and actors and musicians encouraged to train. What was that word? More viable professions. Uh, <laughs> so I think books are are coming out as a as a leading light in in that way as i think it's what i said earlier they are safe ways to connect to make us feel less isolated uh, but i also think that when you look at something like escalator it's easy to think you're perhaps just helping one person or encouraging one person's career without seeing the wider picture and because of the connection and the joy that we were talking about earlier of of that bond with your readers that shared adventure when you're invested in a scheme like escalator when you are helping somebody to create those stories for the future you're actually looking at a much wider picture you're looking at a huge amount of people be they readers be they the industry professionals that are so committed and work so hard to bringing those stories and those books to the public. It's a huge collective effort that isn't necessarily always rewarded financially in in the way that other things are. So I suppose I would say that the potential from doing what seems like a very small and targeted thing is actually a, a huge horizon that you're opening up for people. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you, Nicola. Only a, a brief interview today, but I feel like we always cram a lot into these conversations, so it's much appreciated. It's always a pleasure, Simon. Thank you. Thanks to Nicola for coming onto the podcast again. Hopefully we can have you back for a fourth time in future. And if you'd like to find out more about Escalator or donate to our fundraising campaign, visit the National Centre for Writing website and click support us. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Writers Centre. We're on Facebook and you can sign up to our weekly newsletter over on the website nationalcentreforwriting.org.uk. If you'd like to join in with our online Discord community, where we have, I think, over 700 writers hanging out at the moment, which is amazing. It's pretty uh, cool. It is. You can do that by uh, checking out the link down in the show notes or over on the website. It's also where we host our drop-in writing sessions and also run the book club. So it is definitely the place to be. All the cool cats are there. Absolutely. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast using your favourite podcast app. Thanks again, keep writing, and we will catch you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.